0: Hello, and welcome back to the Living in Jesus podcast. My name is Ross O'Hare, and I'm your host. And today we've got with us Jamie Piles. She is a staff member here at CFT. She's been counseling women for over 20 years. And she's also one of the editors of the Living in Jesus workbook. It's nice to have you in, Jamie.
1: Thank you. Thank (laughs) you for inviting me.
0: You're welcome. So today we're talking about the mind and specifically how to renew the mind. So obviously this is a great topic for us to talk about because we all want to renew the mind and the Bible talks about how we renew the mind. This is a subject you really enjoy. So yeah, let's just dive right in. Like, why is it important that we understand the mind and how to renew it?
1: Okay, here at CFT and through our former podcast, you've probably heard us say over and over again, belief drives behavior. Yeah. Well, from our childhood until now, we've been gaining and hearing and practicing yeah. all these beliefs, and now they are very strong. And yes. <laughs> so those beliefs that get practiced a lot become almost automatic behaviors. Yeah. Yeah. And some are great. Some are helpful mm-hmm. to us. But when we struggle with those harmful thoughts and yeah. behaviors and get stuck in those because we've practiced them mm-hmm. over and over again— understanding how God can renew the mind is really helpful in overcoming those thoughts and behaviors.
0: Yeah, I mean obviously like you said, we from a young age we develop all these habits and thought patterns and our brain is really a supercomputer that learns these quickly. And so yeah like we have a, some good habits and some terrible habits and then we, you know so we got to really like flesh that out and kind of figure that out in our own mind. But so you know let's let's start back at the basics a little bit. How does our brain work? so that we can kind of understand then the next process of how we renew it.
1: Okay, so first I want to say I am not a neuroscientist, (laughs) and I am certainly no expert on the brain. But what I do know about the brain is that the cells that make up the brain, the neurons, have these little projections that look like tree limbs off of them called dendrites, and then they have one long cord that is called an axion that ends in these little finger-like projections. Mm. Every time you learn something, your brain cells made synapses with other like parts of the brain cells. Those connections yeah. where the information is stored. Okay. So over time... A synapse that gets used a lot, Mm -hmm. like, say, the knowledge of uh, 1 plus 1 equals 2, or riding a bicycle, Mm -hmm. they become almost automatic.
0: So the way the the synapses fire and the connection happens, it just happens so fast that it's automatic. The brain has learned that so well. No, I was told there'd be no science here today, but no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, Not much. Yeah. So anyway, so our brain works where it it creates these connections and those connections can get really, really strong. And so if our brain is working in this way where it's constantly making connections and constantly like learning and processing and continuing to make those connections, how do we use that knowledge to then understand how we can renew our mind?
1: Well, if you think about... The trillions, you have up to 86 to 100 trillion synapses by now as an adult. So if you think about those trillions of synapses that have made connections, okay, some of those have gotten really stronger over time through use, and some of those get weaker Mm. from lack of use. And the brain, you mentioned before, is like a supercomputer. Yeah. It stores information in different areas. So a memory, Mm -hmm. uh, like um, a sound, an audio from hearing is stored in one area, or a taste, a touch from Mm -hmm. the sensory memory is stored in an area, or a visual image from sight. Yeah. Okay. So take that and think of a song, uh, the notes of a song, Okay, they'll bring up a memory. Or yeah. maybe yeah. maybe a picture of a beautiful lake will fire sure, yeah. our yeah. neurons for a memory. Or the taste of a warm chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. But what if, what if that chocolate chip cookie is eaten at a time when we're really stressed? Mm. Or that picture is actually pornography. Mm. And when we eat or view at those times, our brains make a connection with those. And now we've used those to overcome a feeling of discomfort. Mm. Okay. And if that lessened that discomfort or gave us a sense of pleasure instead, what are we going to do? We're going to repeat that. Right. right. And they're going to become stronger at the same time. A problem occurs because they can become saturated, and they'll get dull, and we'll need more mm-hmm. and more, right? Yeah. of those cookies or or pornography, and when that happens, now we've become immersed in what the Bible calls enslavement mm. to the flesh.
0: Yeah, addiction, <laughs> addiction. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this makes me think. You know, like if our brain is creating these connections. And it's getting so strong that it's basically automatic. How much control do we really have over that when they become so automatic? Do we still have control over that change? I mean, obviously, the Bible is telling us to renew our minds, so we do. But then again, our mind is firing so quickly. How do we change that?
1: Okay. So God is the perfect plan for that, all right? When it comes to getting free of all those connections, His truth is crucial mm. to us. We have in His Word, John 8, 32, which is one of my favorite verses to use in counseling, because it talks about the truth. Some versions say setting us free, Mm -hmm. but I like the New American Standard 95, where it says, make us free. Mm -hmm. It makes us free. So this is God's plan for us. Yes, those things are happening automatically, but he does have a way out of it. In John 14, 6, Jesus says he's the truth. He calls the Holy Spirit the spirit of truth who will guide us into all truth. And in John 17, 17, he asks the Father to sanctify us with the truth, which basically means to make us think and act more and more like Christ, because that's who we belong to now, right? Mm. And so when we allow God's truth to replace a lie, okay, this is so important, to know the truth, okay? So when we allow that truth to replace a lie, it disrupts Mm. the practice of that wrong belief. Right. And then it weakens those synapses yeah. that cause us to act on those beliefs. Remember, if we repeat a belief, it gets used. Mm-hmm. If we don't use that synapse, yep. it's gonna weaken. Sure. And so that's how God can use our physical attributes and we can rest knowing That's his plan. He Mm. really does want to do that.
0: So, yeah, I mean, the Bible says be transformed by the renewing of your mind and to meditate on truth. So it's connecting those two things where we really think and meditate on the truth, and that helps us renew our mind. In the day-to-day, though, you know, what's God's role in that? And what's our, you know, we'll start with God's role, and then we'll get to our role. What's God's role in the day-to-day about how do we actually make that happen?
1: Well, it's perfect that you mentioned day to day because we have a couple of verses that tell us that this is exactly what's happening. Mm. Okay. First of all, we have the verses from Romans 12:2 mm-hmm. and we have the verse from Ephesians 4:32 that tell us that our minds need to be renewed. Yeah. And I loved that the Greek in those passages when it says renew, actually means renovated, mm, okay. okay? And another cool aspect of this is that most people don't know, Paul used a passive imperative voice. I was, when, I was
0: told there'd be no grammar too. Okay, so. sorry. <laughs> this is it. This
1: is all. It's important to know because imperative means it's a command. Romans 12 two is a command.
0: Yeah.
1: Be transformed by the renewing yeah, of your mind. Yeah. So it's a command, but it's passive, Meaning Meaning that we must allow it to be done to us, okay? We can't actually do this renewing. Mm. This is God's role. He has to do that, Mm. okay? It's a spiritual issue as well as a physical issue. Yeah, Yeah. And so he's going to need to be the one doing it. And when we rest in what he's doing, that happens. Now, you mentioned day by day. Mm -hmm. There are a couple of verses that talk about that. In uh, Romans 6.6, Paul tells us that God has done away with our old self. Well, in Colossians 3.10, he tells us our new self is being renewed to the new knowledge, to the true knowledge, sorry. And there's the truth we talked about earlier. And in 2 Corinthians 4.16, he tells us how God does that when he says, therefore, we do not lose heart, but though our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed again. That word, think renovated. Mm-hmm. All right, and this is happening day by day. That's awesome to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really okay. Is. But Paul says, "Don't lose heart because this process is going to take a while." Mm. The renewing of the mind. Yeah, miracles can happen, and God can renew them immediately. Mm. But generally, he does it in the same way we got into this fix, okay? Yeah,
0: slowly over time. Slowly
1: over time,
0: yeah.
1: he is helping us break those uh, synapses day by day. He allows daily challenges, which are mentioned in the very next verse in Corinthians, those light and momentary mm, uh, afflictions. afflictions, yeah. Yeah. And when we allow him to do things his way, then that's going to change them. Hmm. And that is basically what's going to happen. Day by day, he's going to challenge us with things that happen to us that are similar or bring up those memories Hmm. from the past. And now he's going to ask us, trust me this time. Don't use your own way. Don't use those old flesh patterns, mm-hmm. right? Trust me, and He's going to give us lots of opportunities. Have sure. you felt that yeah. during your life? Yes. Yeah. So that's what He does.
0: Yeah. Okay. So it's a it's an invitation by God to face a circumstance that happens in our life and handle it in a new way, based off of truth that we've been meditating on, or thinking about, or you know, reading about. And so when we understand the truth, it really connects a lot of dots of what we've talked about. In different podcasts, it's understanding who God is and trusting Him, understanding His truth, knowing who we are, that our heart is wanting to live that way, connecting all those dots to then be able to say, okay, I'm going to try something new in my response to a situation that in the past I would have just, you know, automatically responded this way. And so there, there, it is a two part, there is two parts to this. It's God's role to teach us the truth, remind us of the truth. And then our part is, is what? Like to respond to that or yeah, how do we do that?
1: All right. So yes, the Holy Spirit is always guiding us in truth. He's always showing us where our flesh patterns are harmful. Mm -hmm. So as we face this day-to-day challenge, we have the option of choosing our own way. Or listening to the Spirit. Who already knows what's coming? he sure. already knows what's good for us? We also have a choice to believe God's Word about us yeah. over the lives of the enemy. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a personal example so you kind of see what this looks like. Now, again, this would happen over time. I'm condensing it okay. for time's sake. Yeah. All right. I grew up with an alcoholic father. Well, that left me with a few anger issues. Okay. So as I'm beginning to learn these truths about how God renews our mind, all of a sudden it looks like all of these people are jumping in front of me in the line at the grocery store. Yeah, And man, does that make me mad. Hmm. So I immediately yell at the guy, bark at the... I don't yell in the store, but hmm. I get angry and I tell him in an angry voice, hey, get to the back of the line. Yeah. It's not fair, right? Now... I fume all the way home about it. And when I get home, oh, it hits me. Ah, oh, yeah. Finally, the, the Holy Spirit gets through. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad about my behavior. Mm. So what do I do? What we've been taught, I thank God for my forgiveness. That's always complete in Christ. And then the Holy Spirit reminds me that He's working all these things for my good, right? And then I remind myself that, hey... God could have worked out any scheduling issues I had while I showed His patience
0: sure. to
1: that line skipper, right? Hmm. So then another day, uh, I come home and I find out my husband has just eaten the last piece of dessert. <laughs> All right, now How to be he. fair, you know, <laughs> to be fair, he didn't know I hadn't had any. Sure. But as I am telling him off for being so selfish, hmm. I do hear the Holy Spirit, hmm. you know reminding me that he can provide that he can provide for every need mm. i have so I, I stop and i say you know honey it's okay never mind i want you to enjoy it mm. and in that way i've just allowed christ sh- to show his patience and his sure. gifts yeah that gifting spirit to him
0: yeah so i mean what it sounds like is again god's role is to teach us and remind us of the truth our role is then if i can simplify it is to begin to attune our ears to that truth and then agree with Him and then act on that agreement, basically.
1: You're constantly hearing from the Spirit Mm -hmm. and then accepting that truth, reminding yourself of that truth, practicing that truth. And what's going to happen is, over time, you'll see less and less struggle with the flesh and more and more peace Mm -hmm. and love, and it'll even change your witness, because people around you will begin to notice. That's what happened with me. People Mm. started saying, my family said, wait a minute, something's different about you. You're happier. Mm. I want some of that.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's so great. So, you know, if I could put a visual for myself, this is what I'm thinking about. I've heard this from someone else, so it's not mine, but our brain's like a highway, and, you know, when you have a strong synapse connection and a way of behaving, it's like a six-lane highway. And then the truth, you know, the Holy Spirit standing there with the truth, and it's a dirt road going the opposite direction. And at first, we don't really, you know, we zoom right by and we see a blur. And then the next time, we may slow down a little bit and see a person standing there. And the next time, you know, as this process is slowly changing, that visual for me of roads, because eventually what God is trying to get to is the old way of thinking is a dirt road and listening to the Spirit's a six-lane highway. He's trying to make that change. And our job is to come alongside God and notice the Holy Spirit there and listen to Him and then begin to change. But I I think I'd be remiss to not ask this. It's like, that can be uncomfortable at first. It can feel weird. It can feel like we're doing something that's disingenuous because we've done something one way for so long. How do we deal with the emotional aspect of it um, of like the emotions that have gone on with my old patterns? And how do I make it easier or how do I get more comfortable with changing my behaviors?
1: Well, it's just going to happen over time is what's going to happen. Yeah, just like anything you try the yeah. first time, yeah. it will feel a little uncomfortable. Sure. Okay. And if uh, the, the temptation is also to feel like, well, nothing's happening.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is
1: taking too long. Mm-hmm. This isn't working. I'm not working. changing. I'm not changing right. Okay? But remember, this is God's work, mm-hmm. not ours.
0: And we okay? can trust Him with it. And
1: we can trust Him with it. And yeah. in the end, you can try everything else.
0: Yeah, exactly. And
1: you're going to find everything else fails. So part of it is realizing, hey, I have nothing to lose. Yeah, yeah. That's really, good. really. If I don't try this, I really have nowhere else to go. All right. And as it happens, those synapses, you will eventually begin to feel. Yeah. You'll feel more peaceful. You'll feel more connected. Mm. You'll, you'll see, hey, this really is working. And the synapses that uh, used to be for getting our own way, which were strengthened, are now weakened, and synapses for faith actually come in, and just like the old synapses that we automatically reacted to, we'll begin to automatically react with those synapses of faith that come about.
0: Yeah, and you'll wake up one morning and be like, wow, I really am different. Like, I've, I've handled that differently on a consistent basis, and you'll be like, how did that happen? And it's God working in you, yeah, and, and you slowly renewing your mind to it.
1: And and God's going to rejoice with you yes. when that happens, yeah. and He's going to point it out to you
0: yeah, when it happens. definitely. So if you have a major takeaway or a final word just for our audience, what would you say?
1: I would say be patient with yourself. Mm. Give God time. It took you a little while to get into this situation. Yeah. It may take a little while to get out. The great news, though, is it never takes us as long if we are cooperating with Mm -hmm. God to get out of this that it took us years and years and years and years to get into, Mm -hmm. and He is doing it. You can trust Him. So I want to emphasize even more His role than our role, although our role does have Mm -hmm. an important place. He is going to do this. He says He will complete the good work He began in you.
0: Yeah, exactly right. Yep, he is he's the one lifting the heavy weights. We're the ones yes. spotting him as yes. he does it, right? Exactly. Well, thank you so much for sharing all that with us and helping us understand how to renew the mind better. If you want to get more information, you look at the Living in Jesus workbook. You can look at the sessions on identity or the Believer's Battle. Those can help you out. And then also you can email us into our email address at podcast at cftministry.org. Again, that's podcast at cftministry.org for more information, for more questions, or you can go to our website too. So again, thank you, Jamie, for your time. Thanks so much for being here. And we'll see you next week on the Living in Jesus podcast.
1: Thanks for listening to this week's episode. The Living in Jesus podcast is a production of Christian Families Today and is produced and edited by Ross O'Hare and Ben Brezina. Christian Families Today is a nonprofit discipleship counseling, training, and coaching ministry focused on equipping men, women, and children in how to build biblically healthy lives and families. You can visit our website at cftministry.org to find information about our ministry, the Living in Jesus Study, and other free resources. If you are encouraged by this podcast, it would really mean a lot to us if you could take a minute and leave us a review. This podcast and all our free content is made available because of the generosity of people just like you from around the world. Until next week, thank you and God bless.